Hi everyone, this is Yara Stark here from Entrepreneur's Journey. I've invited a blog mastermind student slash professional blogger slash professional mountain bike rider. <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, his name is Rob Sutton and he has a couple of blogs. And the main reason I brought Rob on board for this call is he recently posted to his uh, personal blog, not his mountain bike blog, how he was able to score about $10,000 worth of free stuff uh, for his mountain bike uh, blog uh, for review purposes. But uh, I just wanted to get him to talk a little bit about that because I think it's an, you know, an advantage of blogging that isn't always talked about too much. And of course, it's not something that people necessarily understand how to do. So hopefully Rob can teach us how we can get free stuff for our blog. So Rob, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. So before we do that, though, let's talk about how you are even qualified to uh, write a blog about mountain biking. Can you give us a bit of background on how you got into it? Well, I've been mountain biking basically as far as I can remember. I uh, got my first mountain bike back in 1995, and I'm, ever since then I've pretty much been hooked, uh, staring at the cover of magazines, every going riding every weekend, just about everything I can get my hands on. Um, the, my experience with the sport really progressed uh, once I got in my late teens, early 20s, where I really started experimenting with different kinds of riding to the point now where I'll ride anything from a road bike all the way up to dedicated shuttle downhill runs on big 10-inch travel bikes. So it's become a hobby slash obsession slash passion uh, for quite a while. Which, which is the, the perfect formula for a successful blog as well. So <laughs> when did you decide you wanted to start blogging about this? It was actually... The blog started from a site that I was originally going to collect a bunch of trail reviews and have a database of trail reviews across the world. Um, it was too heavily reliant upon user submissions for a site that hadn't really grown that much yet. So I started a blog as kind of an add-on to that site in March of last year. Uh, the blog basically took over that entire site shortly thereafter and has been growing since. Okay, that's fantastic. So uh, it's obviously... Uh a blog about mountain biking. Now, can you just give us an idea of you know where you get your inspiration for writing content for this? Notice you've got a lot of photographs. It's a very well-designed blog. Uh, for anyone listening who wants to check it out right now, it's at mtbtrailreview.com. So mountainbiketrailreview.com. And uh, yeah, I really like the, I don't know, the, you're using a magazine-style layout, but where do you get your um, you know inspiration for content? Actually, when I'm riding. Uh... When I'm out in the mountains and out by myself or with a group, you get a lot of ideas for post articles to the point where I actually carry my iPhone with me to type in ideas while I'm out on the trail so I don't forget them later. Uh, I find that even when it comes to any blog, whether you're blogging about blogging or blogging about mountain biking or anything else, you get your best ideas when you're doing it. And that spurs on other ideas to where I keep a list of post ideas and just start knocking them off one by one as I go along. Okay, so the blog itself, March 2008, we're recording this in February 2009, so it's not actually even a year old yet as we record this, but you've enjoyed some pretty uh, rapid success. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm already seeing you've got over 1,300 RSS readers. Um, you know, I, I'm assuming your daily traffic is, is somewhere over 1,000 daily as well, so you're doing pretty good for under a year. But let's dive into what you know. we really want to talk about here. Let's talk about some of the benefits you've enjoyed as a result of blogging. And maybe we can talk about more than just 
the review writing? Like, you know, what have you personally enjoyed the most and benefited the most from as a result of having this blog? Well, and I guess it all stems back to the reason I actually started it to begin with. I didn't start the blog to make money or to get free stuff. I started it to be a part of the sport in a different way, um, to kind of release that passion that I had for mountain biking and be a part of the industry. As a direct result, manufacturers started taking note of that, and as I contacted them, they were able to send me product to review for the site. That has become one of the more fun parts of the blog itself is actually getting in all the new parts, some of them before the actual general public even sees them for review on my blog. Now, when you get sent this, do you get to keep it or how does the relationship work? It actually depends on the manufacturer and the agreement that you have with that manufacturer. In many cases, I have kept actually most of the stuff that I've gotten in. Um, Some of the higher end bikes that go up above the $6,000 range as much as I'd love to keep them, <laughs> uh, the manufacturers often have those as demos. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the most valuable item you've been allowed to keep? Uh, it was twelve hundred dollars. Okay, is that is that a bike or is that a part? It's actually a fork. <laughs> That's scary. A twelve hundred dollar fork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised how expensive some of this stuff gets. You're an expensive sport, there, aren't you? Jeez. Well, and actually, I take that back. Uh, the fork was the most expensive thing I'd gotten up to that point. I'd worked out a deal with, and actually you can see it's the top post on the blog right now, is a mountain biker turned roadie where I actually pitched an idea to a road bike company about doing a series of blog posts about a mountain biker using road bikes as a cross-training technique. Uh, they actually ended up sponsoring that series of posts with a road bike that was worth over 5000 So I guess you could technically say that was the largest I got to keep. It wasn't exactly for review purposes, but it was a sponsored part. Mm. Well, still a $5,000 equivalent sponsored review series. That's a pretty good outcome. So yes, it is. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> helps that you love, you know, the, the topic as well as what you're getting for free. So it's like right. a kid in a candy store in that case. Huh? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, every day is like Christmas that UPS shows up. That's yeah, I bet, yeah. I mean, I've got some wacky stuff from my blogging for free. Like at the moment, I've got a sumo bean bag, which has pretty much nothing to do with entrepreneurship or what I write about on my blog. But I was contacted uh, from this company that produces this bean bag and saying that they want to enter the Australian market. And, you know, you've got a high-profile blog. Do you want to try out our bean bag? I was like... Well, I could use a beanbag, so all right, and maybe I could find a way to tie it into my blog topic by doing a review to, you know, you know, give them something back. So I'm I, I'm currently testing it, but yeah, it's yeah. amazing what you can get for free. But, well, and uh, it's amazing how you can tie it into topics that you didn't think you could in the beginning. There's several things that I was even just waterproofing material that that one company sent me that I just used it to wash with my bike clothes to increase their waterproofing characteristics you, know, you could just kind of keep on tying in stuff in yeah. ways that you didn't think possible yeah if you think about it you can almost tie in anything can't you it's like yeah <laughs> i'll find a way yeah well let, let's talk about that you've been quite proactive in seeking uh free stuff as a result of your blog but let, let's go back a little bit because obviously your blog started with nothing no audience and you know i'm there's quite a few students in blog mastermind and people general who are in general who are blogging who hear about people like you and, and myself and scoring all this free stuff and it's something you can do usually quite quickly that's the good thing about this where you know sometimes it's hard to get much return on your investment when you have very little traffic but sometimes if your blog you know presents itself well and maybe shows up for a few really important search results you seem to be able to get the attention of certain companies and they're willing to send you 
product as a result of this. So can you maybe go back to the very first time you were given something for free and, and did that happen by accident or was it uh, proactive on your behalf? Uh, it was actually proactive on my behalf. Uh, when I first started, I basically reviewed everything I can get my hands on. And most of the stuff I owned personally and had bought for myself. What that did was it gave me a database of reviews to actually pull off of to go out and seek companies to review their product. Um, I'd actually gotten in contact. It was kind of a mutual thing back and forth with a PR company that handled public relations for a custom-made bike out in California. And once I made that relationship with the PR director, I had actually gotten in my first bike to review um, last summer. But they were able to pull off of my database of reviews that I'd already done off of products that I owned that were ranking well in Google, um, whether it was because of coding or low competition. I'm not re I wasn't really sure at that point. I just knew it was doing well. So I had shown a track you know, history of good results, and they were able to pull off of that. And then later, actually, that review still posts, I think, number three or number four on Google. And they just sent you out a bike and... You wrote yeah. a review about it, and yeah. that started the whole trend. Exactly. So nowadays, what do you what do you you know do? You contact new manufacturers by just Google searching, you know, to find a phone number. What's what's? Can you give us some techniques for how to find manufacturers and, and start this process of getting free stuff? Sure. Um, I was lucky enough to where I've been involved in the sport so long that actually I had a list in my head of people I wanted to go after. Um, and when you say people, do you mean people or, or the companies that produce the products you know about? People and companies. Okay. Um, I had grown some contacts over the year with companies that I knew, and those were the ones I went after first because I already had a personal relationship with them. Uh, the ones I didn't have a personal relationship with, I emailed directly explaining exactly what I wanted to do, how I was going to accomplish it, and what kind of results I'd seen in the past. And then I pointed them in the direction of my blog and gave some quick traffic stats on what I'd done with previous reviews. With some of the bigger name manufacturers, there's a big component manufacturer that I went after, I actually typed out a letter with my logo at the top of the letterhead and physically mailed it to the VP of sales and the VP of marketing. Uh, it then got in the right hands to the right people and I ended up getting two products from them to review after that. Mm, fantastic. So you know, if we were to have a strategy behind going about getting free stuff for review purposes on our blog, I guess the first thing is to actually start writing reviews, not necessarily, uh, you know, for things that you got for free, but things you may have purchased or, uh, you know, through the course of running your blog, you're probably immersing yourself in buying product that you need to, to you know, do whatever it is you do in that subject. Uh, in your case, bike products, you know, in my case, internet marketing products. And you can just write reviews on your blog, maybe promote as an affiliate, which is, you know, if, mm -hmm. if there are opportunities there. And then in your case, you were very strategic in the sense that you decided to write a lot of reviews for a lot of products. Would that be correct? Yes. Definitely. Yes. So a database of reviews. And I think that's, that's a fantastic concept. I mean, um, I don't know if you had a good look at the lesson I wrote in Blog Mastermind about review writing, but I really think that's one of the best techniques for uh, monetizing a blog. And it's certainly you know, proved effective for you. And, you know, you could as a strategy just focus your entire blog on nothing but product reviews and do really well, I would say, if you're in a product-based subject area. Oh, yeah. And mountain biking is a heavily product-based niche. Um, even when you're just out riding, you're talking about parts all the time. Uh, 
and there's also through ShareASL, Link, a couple other affiliate type uh, programs you can get with other retailers and they give you commissions off of sales. Uh, off my last review, I was able to track back directly to me the sale of about seven sets of brakes in two days that retailed for $200 each. So then you get 5% of all those sales on top of direct advertising and you start, it starts to add up quickly as you oh. go along. But yes, reviews are definitely, I surprised the guys at the retailers. He's like, oh yeah, but reviews are gold when it comes to affiliate marketing. Yeah, and let's, let's point out why that is. I mean, the first thing that you mentioned before is the search engine results. You often rank the first page, usually first result. I find if you type in product name review, uh, they, like you said, the competition, if it's not too strong, uh, a blog could very quickly rank well for that. And, you know, you do that 100 times and you've got 100 amazing reviews, all potentially making a few dollars a, you know, a month. You can do pretty well. So how, how are you going with your affiliate marketing and your review writing outside of the free stuff? So far, it's it, it's just now starting to go really well. It's kind of snowballed after a while. Uh, I was actually able to, like I said before, track actual sales coming off a direct review. And over the past two or three weeks, it's actually come up into a couple hundred dollar range just off of a affiliate marketing or affiliate ad revenue on its own. Okay. I, I can imagine with the price of bike parts, um, I mean, you just said the commission there was, as a percentage, it's quite low. But if you're selling you know, two or $300 products on a regular basis, even 5% of that can add up quite quickly. So I can see yeah, It averages around 17 to $25 at least uh, per sale. Yeah, and that's pretty massive. So, um, you know, obviously I can see, you know, if you, you multiply times 10 where you're currently at, which is maybe, you know, realistic for the next year or two, and you probably could see this is certainly a, a you know a five figure a month kind of blog. So don't stop what you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's working so far. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit more about um, your other blog, which is robsutton.com, which you said is something very new. Now you, you've dived into a world which a lot of people like to dive into. Uh, what are you writing about on that blog? Um, I'm taking it from a little bit different slant. I started getting a lot of questions specifically about getting products to review from people who are reading my site. Uh, instead of answering the same question over and over again, I decided to actually put it up on another site, uh, which was robsutton.com. Uh, I take a little bit different slant where I, my background's in economics and OE sales, uh, where I manage a little over $11 million worth of accounts. So instead of coming from kind of a computer background, I do come from a sales background and I'm able to market products fairly well. So I'm kind of drawing off that background to bring it into the internet world and how I've applied that on my mountain biking site to help other people with very product-based niches that are looking to start websites. All right. So there's a, an article that you've written about how to get uh, free stuff for your for, for review purposes for your blog. So if you want people to check that out, Rob Sutton, that's uh, strangely enough, R-O-B-B, you got two B's in your Rob, <laughs> Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N.com, right? So that's correct? That's correct. Yeah, so that's just a recap. Uh, we kind of may have confused people, but if you're interested in getting free stuff for your blog, which I believe is one of the first things you can go after as a benefit, especially like an early blog that's starting to get some kind of search engine results in Google, the technique here is to write reviews of products and, you know, Preferably the the most hot products in in your market, where you know the decision everyone has to to make. 
So, and when you do that, you write the name of the product with the word review next to it in the title or something similar to that is the best way to get the, uh, the search traffic. And of course, the article itself has to have some sort of substantial content. And now, you know, in, uh, in Blog Mastermind, I talked about a technique regarding uh, sort of getting inside the head of the person you're writing the review to and how, you know, they have a set number of questions that are going through their head when they're trying to make this purchase. And what you want to do is try and answer all those questions. And uh, when you can do that, then you're more likely to get the conversion, so get them to, to make the purchase. So uh, I, I presume, Rob, that you, you read that lesson? Oh, yes. How, did, how have you found Blog Mastermind? Not, not meant to be a, a pitch for Blog Mastermind call. I want to talk about review writing, but how has it helped you with your blogging? Uh, it's tremendously helped me, actually. Uh, when I started blogging back last March, I really had no direction. It was just kind of an idea. Um, when I saw the information on your course, it, I'd been blogging for several months. I'd had some decent results, nothing to really write home about, but it was growing fairly quickly. I realized at that point that I needed to fine-tune my abilities. I needed to do it the correct way the first time and not make multiple mistakes over and over again. That would just be a waste of time on my part. So I decided to make the investment in your course to really fine-tune what I was doing so it would perform better faster. Uh, I didn't want to waste any more time trying it out on my own when someone else could already show me how it's done correctly. Uh, so since I started your course, I've seen faster gains than I think I would have doing it on my own. So what do you think is the biggest cause of that? Like what behavior did you change? Is it something to do with marketing or something to do with focus or? It was really a focus. After I started your course, I was taking it seriously. Before it was just a hobby. When I started the course, I was making an actual investment in making this something that could be successful uh, and taking the right steps to go in that direction. Mm. It's amazing how spending money will force you to, to be more focused and have motivation because you don't want to not get a return on your investment. So exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it is bizarre. I can, it's, it's an attitude that's hard to, to tell people about who've never actually spent money on, it, on an educational product before because you know, people always say, oh, you're just saying that to convince me to buy it. But you know, I know the, the times I've spent money. And you know, university degree is a classic example. If you weren't spending you know, four figures on your university studies, you probably wouldn't take them nearly as seriously or, you know, if it wasn't so important for your life and the outcome. But uh, you know, if you treat what you're doing online in the same sort of way where, you know, this is something I want to seriously change my life and I'm prepared to spend money so as to motivate myself and get the quality information, then it really can can make a difference. I know that's how I felt with a few of the bigger programs I've bought into. But okay, um, so tell us maybe a little bit about, and this is something that I think can help any person who's a blogger, how have you gone about growing this blog in terms of traffic? The mountain bike one, I mean. One of the early things I did was I used my forum presence to start growing traffic in the very beginning. I was a member of several online forums, one of them that was worldwide, one of them that was very localized. And I started putting links in my signature, uh, putting up relevant information on a regular basis and really getting involved with that, those communities. And then when I would put up blog posts that I thought everyone would like, I would link to them. It wasn't seen as spam at that point in time because I was an active member. I wasn't just someone signing on and trying to force my content on people. It was actually something that they were interested in because we were all a part of each other on the forum sites. That later grew into forming a partnership with one of the largest 
mountain biking forum sites in the world and helping them start a pro review program where I was reviewing several products for them and posting it on their blog that they were just starting, linking back to mine so that readers of that review could also find it back on my blog and they would then go to my site, sign up for my RSS feed, my newsletter, and grow traffic that way. Uh, I also got involved with other bloggers in the industry, not even asking for anything in the beginning. Actually, still don't ask for anything, but we'd partner, partner up on certain projects or just talk about cycling in general. Uh, that's also helped grow my traffic over time and help with inbound links. Uh, another area I did in the beginning was I partnered up with a smaller bike company who's been around for a long time but was looking at coming back into the market and we put together a contest where we actually gave away a bike frame on my site and the second place prize was actually a giveaway that was sponsored by another blog in the industry. So the more we could link companies and sites together the more traffic grew and the more subscribers uh, grew as well. Sounds like your specialty there is, is some kind of joint venture between websites <laughs> or uh, companies and, and, and blogs. So that's an interesting uh, angle you've taken with this. Was that uh, sort of deliberate or you just happen to be a good schmoozer? What's the, <laughs> what's the thing? <laughs> well, some of it was deliberate. I liked it. It all kind of stemmed back to the reason I started it. I wanted to be a part of something. I wanted to be more of a part of the industry. And when you're everyone else and start to get to know people and start those relationships and those relationships grow into friendships and you end up helping each other out and that equals traffic for everyone involved so it's a mutually beneficial okay fantastic so i think we can put the pieces together now rob's started a, a blog um, mtbtrailreview.com that's clearly about something he loves something he partakes in on a regular basis starts writing reviews of items to do with this topic of mountain bike riding, starts getting great search results as a result of that. Uh, also grows his blog by doing joint ventures with other bloggers, uh, manufacturers of company of, of products and uh, forums and communities, basically. So connecting people to create value, generate links for his own blog and you know, generate traffic for other sites as well. And then... Uh, you know, seeing your own traffic grow as a result of that, which increases your stature, which means when you go and approach other companies, they're more likely to say yes because they already know of your presence. They're more likely to get more free items. You're getting more traffic. So when you do write reviews, you've got more potential affiliate income that can be made. And uh, it's just grown as, uh, on the back of, I guess, your your focus on becoming uh, active participant in your community online. That's that's really the best way to sum it up, isn't it? Yeah, that- about perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a great way to wrap up our interview. Uh, Rob, if you had any advice, though, it's a good question. People who are maybe right at the beginning of this process, because it is challenging, I think, for those who haven't done this before and, you know, they see the outcomes you're getting, I'm getting, other people are getting, but they don't really, you know, believe in themselves that they can get there. What's the, the advice you would give to them? Uh, to keep pushing forward. When you're about to give up is when you're about to make it. Uh, you just have to be willing to write when no one's listening. Uh, there, I can't tell you how many posts I wrote that probably that first week, maybe one or two people read it. But at this point, it's showing up in search results and is now doing fantastic. It's just you have to be willing to put in the work at the beginning when you're not seeing huge gains. Uh, it's kind of the snowball effect. you got to get a ball rolling before it can become big. And don't expect everything to come right in the beginning. you just got to keep on working at it. And testing, a lot of testing to see what works. 
Okay, fantastic stuff, Rob. I love that idea of you've got to write even when no one's listening. That's a great sort of quote to live by for the uh, the early days, because eventually people will start listening. But you've you know got to carry it yourself for a while. All right, and one more time, your your website addresses are. Sorry, what was that? You what, what are your website? Fuzzy. What are your website oh. addresses? Uh, Mountain biking by one nine eight, which is MTB trailreview.com and my personal site is robsutton.com r-o-b-b-s-u-t-t-o-n okay well thanks for taking some time out today rob and uh, keep up the good work with your blog thanks Rob. i hope you enjoyed that podcast with rob sutton if you're looking for similar audios like that about internet marketing blogging and online business please visit my blog at entrepreneurs-journey.com and just click the podcast tab there and you'll find my archive of previous interviews. And if you're actually interested in starting your own blog and making money from blogging and building a profile online thanks to a successful blog, I invite you to consider participating in my blog mastermind coaching program just like Rob did. If you're interested in finding out more information about that coaching program, just head to blogmastermind.com forward slash coaching. That's it from me. My name is Yara Stark, and I'll catch you again on the next interview. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.